and listen next show. I hope to see you there. That's my standard sales pitch. I can see you don't care. Oh, you want to buy me a drink? Is that so? You say that I'm an agent girl you'd like to get to know. Play your role. I can tell you try to take me home, but there are seven things about me that I think you should know. See, there's these people. I guess that you could call it elite. Living deep inside my mind process is full of intrigue. Seven dark and secret egos that I don't even see. Unless a random ad a show is propositioning me. That's when they step in my inclusion. Imperfections all reflected. I keep them all repressed, but if I freak them, they could fraction. I'd hate if they attack you when you least expect it. So let me introduce you to my seven evil lexes. I'm no man in pixie. And no man can fix me. But if you wanna get with me, it's not an easy beat. I got seven evil lexes that you gotta defeat. It's like, I'm no man in pixie. All you stands can miss me. But if you wanna get with me, it's not an easy beat. I got seven evil lexes that you gotta defeat. Let's go. Boom, surprise. Lost any flex in the minds. I gotta rap fast, jump shot, high work, play hard to survive. Now I can't keep up. Otherwise, you call this a strap. I know I don't need a nice guy, just simulation all the time, right? Netflix and chill, only if it's my favorite anime. Cause everything else I find too boring, so what can I say? I hold loads of energy. If you're a piece of paper, you're blown away. If you're uninteresting, then you're thrown away. Ghost lights, cameras, action, injection. I'm the second raging ego screaming at my reflection. There's boxes and such with ridiculous dimensions that I don't fit in much outside of rolling descent. Cause these arbitrary generals ain't worth a bend backwards. Or even the two minutes it would take to kick your ass. So the stress of my chest when the confusion came after. Guess it's a damn thing, I'm a pretty good actor. I'm no man in Pixie. And no man can fix me. But if you wanna get with me, it's not an easy beat. I got seven evil lessons that you gotta defeat. It's like, I'm no man in Pixie. All you stands can miss me. But if you wanna get with me, it's not an easy beat. I got seven evil lessons that you gotta defeat. Crap and get to the bottom line Buying this drink doesn't show a thing But a dollar sign on business brain You might think that Lex is spontaneous Cause she entertains But if you're not practical This will end in pain What kind of value can you add besides your smile? Can you partner with her? She elevates her profile Better have some strategy to help her hustle harder Cause it's easy to find another dick in a couple dollars Holla! Yeah, who's a punk ass bitch? The fourth fucking time they try to get up in our sitch Which, by the way, is getting mad played out Mediocre and push, you think they got the clout? Hey, we said no like a million times You know that we're the best Just being in our presence You are already blessed If you're gonna try With all the chatter and seduction You should know she can even stop A volcanic eruption Yo, number five I don't know if they can handle The fact we wax as people flames And couldn't hold the candle to fire Twins in the game Hit them with that deuce deuce Stomping on these things Like we were trying to make some fruit juice Hey, hey, buddy I thought by now you might have lost But since you made it past six I'm your final boss I'm Lex's deepest secret That you gotta fight through She once killed a guy A lot like you And she might do it again I ain't abating dark in here and the acoustics are amazing so go ahead and blame her past or call us haters it's you against the world now punk okay later i'm no man in pixie and no man can fix me but if you want to get with me it's not an easy beat i got seven evil lessons that you gotta defeat it's like i'm no man in pixie all you stands can miss me but if you want to get with me it's not an easy beat i got seven evil lessons that you gotta defeat let's go Woo, that was cathartic now i'm back i hope you got the chance to talk with all my evil lexes in regards to our romance they're such a wacky gang really rather charming but i have to ask if they happen to blast them back to that alarming because you look terrified oh was it the last guy don't worry i'll stereotype
life, although I said that last time. I've analyzed all your potential added value and determined that you're worth the time and effort and what have you. As long as you understand that these lessons are here to stay, whether latent or apparent, they'll be with me either way. Cause I'm a seventh dimensional person, not a stereotype. I got no highlights to punch out of my hair in a fight. Nobody's perfect, I got plenty of baggage. And lots of crosses to bear, like I'm 21 Savage. But if you learn to accept them rather than see them as evil, you can be part of life versus the world. The sequel! I'm no man in Pixie. This is Johnny Korn, and this is By The Way. That was Lex the Lexicon. I love her. Great music. Hi. How's everybody doing? We have producer Dave. Hey, what's up? What's up? And our guest today is Nicole Tran. Hello, Hello everyone. And this is Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> and Re- Reggie uh, Shorter is somewhere else in the universe making people laugh, but he will be back. So, Hello. Hello. Now, before we get started, I just wanted to point out that there is uh, your comedy, your comedian, and your uh, set at Grapes of Laugh is a separate track available anywhere you found this podcast, basically. So uh, <laughs> you can go ahead and check that out. Um, I just, I, there's so much to go over first. <laughs> um, you started comedy about what uh three years ago three years ago and and when you started uh doing it i think i met you pretty early on i'm pretty sure like and who who are your influences because you're you're i ask because your stand-up is so different than the other stand-up that's out there Uh you're very original Uh so uh who who uh what any influences i I love the classic uh, movie shows, uh, Dean Martin, and I, w- I usually watch him a lot. And then I go to uh, practice my comedy, and I'm so lucky I meet a couple American comedians. So they are uh, helping me how to uh, tune up my the punchline, like uh, Mickey Joseph, James right. Gleason. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well... I, I, I got to say, you do really, really well uh, when you're at Grapes of Laugh or any show that I've seen you. I've seen you go down to Los Angeles. You've done some comedy down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, how different is the scene down there than up here? Oh, um, when I go to LA, um, it's cool, you know. Uh, now, do you go with someone? or uh, I, I go with uh, Pat Griffin. We took the Vietnamese uh, bus. And it costs only $15. American bus costs $30. But everybody on the bus have to carry two chickens. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, now, I, I, I know uh, you really hit comedy hard. You, you're practically, uh, gosh, every, every night um, pretty much, right? Yeah, I go out almost every night, almost like six nights a week, man. So if uh, someone wants to know where you're performing, how do they find that out? Oh, I just, um, most of the time they book me. Uh, I go to Auckland, Berkeley, San Francisco, San Jose, Campbell, and um, Bay, Bay, uh, Napa Valley, Santa Rosa, yeah. LA, Hollywood. 
Well, I, I know you've been all over California, yeah. I, but if is there? Do you have a website or is there a place where people can find uh, a list of where you're going to be and when? I usually use Facebook the most. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. And and uh, do you have like a fan account or is it a personal account? Uh, a business like professional. A professional uh, one. Okay. So just look up what Nicole Tran. Yeah, Nicole Tran. I I believe one sixty four <laughs> on Facebook. Now, uh, obviously, you have um, an accent. Uh-huh. I, I I picked up on that. No, just, uh-huh. you're, you're from Vietnam. I'm from Vietnam. And yeah. you've been here uh, for what twenty five years? For twenty five years. And. How different was that from Vietnam? I mean, it must have been a culture shock. Yeah, a culture shock, man. But what was the biggest uh, adjustment? It's the language barrier and the slangs and the culture norms. And you live now in San Jose. I live in Little Saigon in San Jose. That's the only neighborhood where you see an Uber driver on a scooter. <laughs> so, you know that's funny you, you know the the thing is um i i remember the uh, influx of uh, vietnamese uh in, in the uh, 70s and 80s mm-hmm. and um so the best thing about it for those elsewhere in the universe that are not in san jose is there's a, a vietnamese area which is where where you live but mm-hmm. a lot of great restaurants out there uh-huh. oh my god uh-huh. i mean that yeah, I, I'm over there uh-uh. more than I should be. Um, so, what what is the biggest uh, difference in between, like, coming here w- when you first came over here? I know you said the language mm-hmm. barrier. Uh-huh. Um, I know the cultures were, were quite uh-huh. different. Uh, what was the, the first thing you just really liked here huh. when he came over what freeway man <laughs> really uh, yeah in vietnam we don't have land man everybody just uh, intervened with other people land man we don't have uh, street lights you can cross the street anytime you want man here they have laws they have traffic <laughs> laws you have to stop that's that's true yeah. uh yeah and you have uh two sisters I have two sisters. I'm the middle child. Okay. Yeah. How many years uh, in between you and your... Um, I believe two. Yeah, okay. So you're like me. I have three older sisters um, and a younger brother. And there's uh, two years difference in between my ne- my next oldest sister and two years in between... Or four years in between the one uh-huh. and then six. So every two years, my parents had kids except for my brother and I. Um, four women live in my house, man. Three sisters. One mother. Sound like the fairy tale Cinderella. <laughs> Except no Prince Charming allowed. If my mother fire a glass slipper, she's gonna throw it into the recycle. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, so your mom uh, and your sisters came here. Uh, what what brought you guys over here? I came here because my dad worked for the U.S. Army during the Vietnam War. Oh, got it. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, and your mom is a great cook, I understand. Yeah. Uh, what, yeah. What's your favorite dish? My favorite dish is a chả giò bún bò quê bánh canh. I mean, pho. And okay. you know pho, right? You know pho. Yeah. Vietnamese noodle. Oh, he knows too. Oh yeah. yeah. Huh. Oh yeah. If I have, if I have a cold. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
pho. <laughs> if I have a cold, you dump the sriracha and you eat all the jalapenos. And yeah, yeah, when you have a cold, you got to go with the pho. Oh, yeah. Or the Chinese hot and sour soup, but usually oh. the pho. Yeah, when, you're, when you're sick, he absolutely. <laughs> and I, I love that there's so many places to, to get pho here. Uh-huh. Um, I have to ask this because it just popped. It's not even on my list. It no. just popped into my head. At the very beginning of your routine, which, of course, if you guys want to check out the routine, it's a separate track, uh, by the way, extra, as you will. Uh, but you sing in Vietnamese. Yeah. Uh, wh- what are you actually saying? Um, it's a song about um, the uh, the princess. Uh, she in love with a, a spy. And at the end, her father wants to kill her because she's um, basically just traded. Uh, she become a traitor. You know, it's a it's um it's called a classic story. So it's a, it's an actual song song. It's a song, but it, the song okay, when so it's the an song, actual Vietnamese song. It's, it, it, no, it's an opera singing. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I I ask because I've always wanted to know that. I and and. I, now, your setup and punch are so different than anything else. But what I love about your stand-up, and uh. it's, uh, it, 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 you have to see her in person to actually <laughs> get this. Um, your energy, <laughs> you have a lot of energy on stage. <laughs> you know, uh, and I think that helps too. It looks uh-huh. like you're just having a lot of fun. Uh-huh. You know, am I? Is that? Uh, I'm flamboyant, man. <laughs> yes, I, I I got that. I I see you and and you'll very start, extroverted. Uh, oh, very much so. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm a people person. When I travel, I love to travel with a big group of people, but not in the tiny fishing boat, man. I don't want to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. You you do a little bit, you do this little dance. Uh, yes, that, and people can't see it, but uh, you do this little dance when you do stand up, and I think that really kind of adds to another layer uh, uh-huh. to it. Uh, did you develop that, or did someone? I'm telling you, man. I took sick dancing classes. I took salsa. I took hip hop. I took jazz. I took tap dance. But I don't know how to dance, man. After the class is over, I got to be and then done. I forgot everything. But then my body movement start like like um embody all this movement. So I just start dancing for fun, you know. Well, it it definitely adds to it. <laughs> you know, I it, it it's a good thing to put in between uh your your jokes, which <laughs> you do and I think it's brilliant personally. <laughs> when you added that, <laughs> I was going like Yes, <laughs> I thought that was great. Now I can't dance either. Uh-huh. I actually was in a, uh, a Indian movie, uh-huh. um, and there's this big dance scene at the end of the movie, as uh-huh. they always do. And there, and there's also a dance scene where um, th- we're at a party. We're all supposed to be dancing. Uh-huh. That I got yelled at by the choreographer uh-huh. <laughs> because it was so many takes. Because I was so far off from everybody else. Uh-huh. That was driving them nuts, and then I I see the premiere. I go to the mm-hmm. premiere, and I, I we're in the middle of this very serious movie, right? And I start laughing uncontrollably because mm-hmm. I see myself on screen dancing really badly. Yeah. So that isn't going anywhere. But you mentioned dancing, and yeah, and that's why I don't like my dance teacher, man. When I dance, she she said that I look like I'm taking a sobriety test. <laughs> uh, uh, how did you get into comedy? I got into comedy. I joined a Toastmaster International oh, like five years, six years ago. You know that one? Yeah. Yeah. 
So I um, I competed with Humor or Speed contest, and then Pat Griffin, you know her? Yes, yeah. of course. She introduced me to comedy. She invited me to Rooster Teeth Feather, sign up at the open mic, and I started from there. <laughs> so you started out actually at the, uh, the new... Toastmaster. New yeah, uh, I compete yeah. with high tech. Yeah, I won a couple of times. That's, that's yeah. interesting because that's so different than what mm. most people like. That I've, I don't think I've ever heard of someone starting comedy through Toastmasters before. Mm-hmm. It's usually uh, they go to an open mic and do whatever. And, and you know, how so. I, know, I know a couple of very well-known comedians go to Toastmasters and they go out of it. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's good. Um, <clears throat> and you've been doing stand-up for about uh, two years. Very serious. And yeah. I remember when, you first, when I first saw you, I was like, I've not seen anything like this before. <laughs> <laughs> and now... I still think I don't see you're you're unique, uh-huh. which is I think why you stand out. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. you know, just a, more of a statement. Mm-hmm. But uh, now, growing up, um, did, did you grow up with with comedy? No, in Vietnam we don't. They don't have stand up comedy. They have sketch comedy. That means you do a group with uh, actors. You don't do Got single. It. You don't do solo telling jokes. No, I yeah. think it's only American do that. Yeah, so when you, when you came over here, that's when you were first exposed then uh. to uh, stand-up. Uh. Okay. yeah. I, Actually, I studied acting when I was little, too. I have a little bit acting background. I went to musical school to study to become a professional singer, so that's why I, I sing, you know? Yeah, well, uh. and you can actually carry a tune, Yeah, uh, uh. which which uh. helps. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so, with... Um, did you find how 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 long did it take for you to learn uh, English? Yeah, you know, at home, I still we don't speak English at all. That's why I still talk funny. And then um, when I first started doing stand up, uh, a lot of people did not understand me. So I competed at Rusty Feather, and they said I. I missed the punchline because I didn't pronounce it correctly. So I took a couple English pronunciation classes to improve my accent. So that's why you're able to hear me more clearly. But at home, I don't speak English. Yeah, uh, I think we, don't, we don't say, um, uh, Dear Mother, would you please pass me the soy sauce? We say, Mẹ ơi, làm ơn làm phước, đưa cho con chai nước tương đổ vào đây coi. That's how we talk at my house. You know, <laughs> but it it this kind of reminds me of um, like a lot of people I know. Uh-huh. Uh, if they're they speak a, a, a different language yeah. at home, that's mm-hmm. uh, to me not unusual at all. Uh-huh. Of course, I'm American, so uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, I. It's funny because like um, some of my extended family are mm-hmm. not uh, from the United States. Uh-huh. And so, like a lot of them will speak Spanish at home, and then uh-huh. English out in. in really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, but uh, so when you start getting into comedy, um, you, you start doing the uh, open mics. You did Toastmaster, uh-huh. then the open mics. Um, uh-huh. And one thing I really admire about you is, I've the growth uh-huh. that I've seen with you uh-huh. is fantastic. Uh-huh. Now yeah. I have thirty minutes solid. Jokes. Yeah, yeah. You, I think you'll find this true. Like uh-huh. when you first start out, you're going like, "Oh God, how do I get five good minutes?" Uh-huh. Right. 
and then when you have say six or seven minutes uh-huh. on it you're like okay how do i narrow this down to six or seven minutes uh-huh. you know uh is it kind of have you found that to be true yeah i start growing and then uh, almost every week i go to different mic and then i try my new jokes and i go to a couple mics and if they laugh at my jokes so i added one to my new material and i start memorizing it again yeah. and then if that joke doesn't work i with this open mic I try it one more and if they don't laugh, I throw it away. You know what yeah. I do? And just sometimes I write a joke and it doesn't go well. Mm-hmm. And so I do it a couple times. I, I don't necessarily throw it away. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes what I do is I put it aside mm-hmm. uh, because maybe it's um, the the punchline is wrong or mm-hmm. the setup is wrong mm-hmm. or maybe th- it's a good joke but just has something missing. Uh-huh. And um, so it's just something mm-hmm. to, to consider. Uh-huh. Um, so... You and I have something in common. Huh. We both do bubble shows. <laughs> I love that thing. <laughs> I just have to bring that up. Um, uh. And for those that don't know what that is, we put little kids in bubbles for money. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? It's not, no, no greater joy. Mm. Right? But I have to bring that up because you actually came from a bubble show. Um, yeah. Now, how long have you been doing that now? I've been doing it for eight months now. Oh, a little while uh. now. Yeah. Uh, and you got that through Aiden Park, uh, who I need to give a shout out to, who's a fellow uh, comedian out of Southern California. Someone uh, I really do hope I can have as a guest on the show in the future. Uh-huh. Uh, in fact, I've talked to him about it. Uh-huh. But um, so, yeah, that's how I got it. Was uh-huh. uh, Aiden basically said, uh-huh. you want to make bubbles? And I'm like, okay. Uh-huh. And so, uh, off topic, but uh, it's just I love doing it. So I have to bring it up. Uh-huh. Thank you for your training. Oh. Now I start uh, using some of your jokes for my show, too. Oh, see, and like, how old are you? I, I am six years old yesterday. <laughs> yeah. That one you used, right? I yeah. wrote it down. Yeah, see, uh, okay, so there's a couple laughing. jokes that, that I have for, for that, because I wrote it for little kids, right? Uh-huh. Because I want to entertain the adults. Uh-huh. It's more for the reaction of the kids, uh-huh. which makes the adults laugh, uh-huh. right? So if you put them at ease, because I don't want people to be bored, like, uh-huh. right? So it's like, how old are you? Six? You know what? What a coincidence. I was six for a whole year once. <laughs> no, that's a true story. <laughs> yeah, so the kids love your humor. Yeah, it, well, because I, I stopped. I, and now I changed it. I said, I was six yesterday. You know, now I'm six and one day. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. basically I'm one day older than you. <laughs> I, I, I had said, like, I am... Uh, uh, 18. I've just had a really hard life. <laughs> um, so, so there's that. So... Have your uh, family seen any of the sh- um, bubble, uh, not bubble shows? The, have you, has your family seen any of the stand-up shows? Yeah, my sister, my younger sister, she used to go to uh, my shows. Like when I first started, right? I used to know a lot of people, and I wasn't that. I were more into storytelling, so uh, I invited a lot of people, right? And then now I wear I wear them out, so they don't go to shows anymore. But I start having new people come in. <laughs> well, it's the family nice. don't come anymore. <laughs> well, my mom has never seen anything I've been. I'm in. Mm-hmm. She's never seen any of the stand-up. Mm-hmm. She's never seen any of the uh, movies or TV shows mm-hmm. or anything of that nature. My sister, however, uh, mm-hmm. the one that Toastmasters, uh-huh. uh, she used to be an actor. Oh, and um, so and her son mm-hmm. is an actor and a comedian. Mm-hmm. And um, so she does come out to my shows every once in a while. Oh, um, but she lives in Vallejo, so usually not the ones down here. Oh, uh, but if I'm in like Berkeley or if I'm mm. in, you know up mm. north, then then yeah, mm. you know. 
That's brother's cool. been to my show too. Yeah, n- next week I have a bubble uh, show in Vallejo. How far is it? Uh, Vallejo from here is about 70 miles, maybe yeah. 60 miles, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Vallejo is actually kind of an interesting city because it it's um, just so, the environment is so different than it is here. Really? Yeah. Peaceful. Yeah. It's, it's yeah I, I actually love the Bay Area because it's so diverse when uh-huh. you look at the different cities they're so uh-huh. different from each other and anyone that is not from here should really visit not just San Francisco uh-huh. but maybe make their way to Oakland make their uh-huh. way to say San Jose just so they can experience how uh-huh. different every city is uh-huh. uh, from each other I, I like Vallejo a lot uh-huh. so and we're veering off but uh-huh. uh, <laughs> so um how old were you when you came to the U- U.S.? I was 17. Oh, so, okay. Huh. So you you had to go to uh, school or were you already? I, yeah, I, I couldn't go to high school here. I, I had to go to college. Okay. Yeah, too, too late, too late for high school. Right, yeah. right, right. Well, and I know the educational system is completely different yeah. in each country. Every country is uh-huh. completely different from each other. So it, it, it mm-hmm. yeah, but, uh, but 17 coming over here and you came in how long did it take you to uh to adjust it's very hard because i i always socialize with vietnamese like asian friends in the neighborhood i didn't have a lot of american friends you do uh, now yeah <laughs> now now because i'm very bubbly i have bubbly personality oh, yeah, so i talk to everybody so um i um adopt i become americanized quick but i still have a thick accent because i still speak vietnamese at home Right, so. right. Well, there's that, and then um, with now um, dating, has that been um, any issue? I I I only like uh, white guys with blue eyes, but he must have two of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Any white guys don't have blue eyes. He probably will not have chains. <laughs> yeah, you do. This is true, man. After a comedy show, all white guys that follow me. And they said I'd wear contact lens for you. I said no way, man. I only want a natural blue one. <laughs> see, and and see, I, I have green eyes, so uh. oh well. <laughs> yeah. But and uh, do you find? Because uh, I find this to be the case with me. Do you find that most of your friends nowadays are like fellow comedians and and uh, you know, people that you're? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> That yeah. we have a said the same a same passion interest yes. in life, yeah. <laughs> well, and uh, like Reggie, uh, for example, and I mm. uh, became really close, yeah. and we met at a comedy show. <laughs> so uh. it, I mean, it, it's just great. Yeah, you and Reggie is like me and Pat. Yeah, we were close. Yeah, and I I think it's good to have that because someone yeah. that actually understands Support? what it's like. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's it's not an easy business. Mm-hmm. There's a lot a lot to it. Huh. Uh, so. I, I didn't. I, so Pat is your. Yeah, she's like my mentor. She's the one who uh, uh, introduced me to comedy thing. Yeah, uh-huh. you're you were mentioning that, and uh-huh. that's actually um, really good. Yeah. I, I think that that it was a very good decision to get into comedy for yeah. you. Yeah, if now if she knows any bookers, she introduced me, and I know any bookers, I introduce her. <laughs> now. I'm just going to uh, point out that your comedy set from Grapes of Laugh is available as a separate track on here. We're talking to Nicole Tran. Hello. Yeah. And uh, you are a San Francisco Bay Area based comedian. Uh, you are, uh, I don't know, how would you describe your style? My style is uh, musical, free, 
original. Uh, I think it's um, it's um, jokes. It's like a joke teller. I'm a joke teller. Uh, yeah. What I like about you is you're well you're, dressed. Yes. Well dressed. <laughs> yes, you were in this. Um, really, um, like blue eye, uh, white guy audience. She <laughs> <laughs> so just want a white guy audience. <laughs> That's funny. You know, black women also love me. When I go to a black club, all the black women go, oh, oh, somebody forgot to pay the bills at the nail salon. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, I got booked at the show by black, uh, all black, or like a hundred people black. Oh, they just love me, man. They laugh on the on the sisters, laugh like crazy. <laughs> I I have found that um, the African American audiences are really mm, good uh-huh. audiences. When you if you can win them over, uh-huh. oh, they love uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. They, they, they love you because right? it's a laughing culture. Yeah, uh, they laugh right. to forget. <laughs> well, and it it does help. I mean, mm. you're so disarming anyway. Uh, uh-huh. You're you're bubbly. You're disarming. Uh-huh. You're very friendly. Uh-huh. So. Um, you who you are on stage it really is kind of like yeah. who you are uh-huh. it, it, i don't really see it, it, uh-huh. do you find that to be true uh-huh. but but the best audience for me usually black and white yeah those those that work really well for me <laughs> it's, it it's been um what two years only two years i'm serious two years yeah. that you're serious yeah I, but i started doing like 2016 yeah okay but I wasn't trained enough yet. Now I'm trained. I write jokes with Mickey and Jam almost every week, you know. Yeah, and, you and, keep and, having, every time I see you, you have different jokes. Yeah. I mean, some of the same, but there are a lot that are different. Uh-huh. And um, so seeing you for the first time, no, you got to see her regularly because it, it will be a different, it will be different. Yeah, joke I changed. Now I have a new set about Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. see, I like doing the holiday jokes. Yeah, uh, he doesn't have reindeer. He has seven flying water buffaloes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, Christmas is... In Vietnam. Uh, yes. uh, do you have Christmas in Vietnam? No, we, we don't have Christmas Day. We have Buddha days. Just like Christmas, we have Buddha Eve when Buddha Claus climbs down to the chimney. You think Santa Claus is fat? You should see Buddha Claus. <laughs> Oh Lord! No, I I ask because uh, the commercial Christmas is um, I, I I've seen it pretty much in every yeah. But the the main religion in Vietnam is Buddhism, right? Right. Yeah. That, that I knew. And and then Christianity too. After the French colonization, yeah, it used to be very poor people um, from, uh, and then they joined Christianity when the during the French colonization. Right. Yeah, the people who had money wouldn't do it. Now, uh, ha- have you been back? Never. Yeah. I've been traumatized by the communist man. Yeah, I, mm. I can understand that. And I'm glad that you're here. Yeah. You know, I, you I enjoy American freedom. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <Of> expression. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's one of those things where people don't realize just mm. how important it yeah. is. Uh, unless you've been somewhere else where you don't have that. Yeah, uh, uh, now, now I remember I grew up the election. They put in the paper and they put in the uh, cart, uh, the um, carton boxes, and then they say, "Oh, uh, put your vote on here, and we're gonna count it, and who's gonna be elected?" And it's it could be a a paper box, you know. 
and they elect their own dictators. There are no such things like election like America, cow vote by with democracy, accuracy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and you know that's the thing with uh, oh. the United States. A lot of people don't realize is that we yeah. we really try mm. to get the vote the right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not perfect. It's but one it's, of the best system. Yeah. Yeah, and I mm. and what's your since you've been here for twenty five years? Mm-hmm. Um, what is besides freedom? Uh-huh. Uh What is your favorite thing about being here? Um, we have good healthcare system. We have. Uh, um good educational system um we have good environment the climate uh, food um basically everything we have enough clothing to wear here you don't you're not afraid of don't have enough clothing to wear you can go to woodwill and they give you clothes to wear for free and basically um, they, they, the government take care, use the good resources uh, to be road for you so you have freeway to, uh, to drive. In Vietnam, we don't have street, man. Everything corrupted. They, they build street and a couple months later, everything is dig up. And uh, you ended up like going to like a big hall with water and creates accidents. It's well. I'm I am glad that you're here. And uh, did you originally end up in San Jose, or is that somewhere that you San moved? San Jose. Right? Okay, yeah. so you you came directly to San Jose. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, you came to one uh, one of the best um, cities that I've lived in. Uh, <laughs> oh, you live in San Jose? Well, I mean, growing up, I actually grew up in San Jose. Uh, I was born, believe it or not, O'Connor Hospital. Okay, so oh, yeah, I okay. that's how local I am. I grew up. And I've moved, uh, gosh, my, my mom's home from my apartment uh-huh. is 15 minutes, Oh, you know, um, without traffic. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's probably about maybe, t- I'm over in Campbell, but I'm probably mm-hmm. about uh, three miles maybe uh-huh. from my mom. Uh-huh. Uh, but she's 82, so I try to get over there, uh-huh. you know, um, help her out, uh-huh. you know. But uh, yeah, so I'm very, very local. Uh-huh. And so when you moved in, uh, I, I I like that you you moved to a place that has a lot of community. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, I I think that's a, a you ended up in a good place. Uh-huh. Because there's a lot of Vietnamese here. Uh-huh. There's a lot of... Uh, it's, um... it, for people that don't know, uh, there are a lot of um, Vietnamese that resettled in San Jose. Uh-huh. Primarily San Jose, right? San Jose it, and then Garden Grove in LA. Oh, yeah. Westminster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you end up with this kind of cool, kind of cultural thing. Uh-huh. Uh, if you go over to um, Story King Tully, yeah, uh-huh. right over there, and uh, they, there's all these Vietnamese uh, restaurants, uh-huh. all these Vietnamese shops. Uh, it's really pretty cool, and I'm just saying that for the people that are there that don't know San Jose and are somewhere else in the universe. Uh-huh. And you're in the middle of all that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I took my Vietnam, uh, my American friends go to the Vietnamese shops. And they say five dollars, and I say two, three dollars. And Americans look at me. You can say that, yeah. Say that. We don't pay five dollars. We pay three dollars, man. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's awesome. 
So for people that are just joining us, we're talking to Nicole Tran. Hello. Uh, she is uh, a comedian here in San Jose. And if people want to check you out, um, what is the best way for them to find your comedy or where you're going to be? They usually post on Facebook. And sometimes the, the people book me. Um, I don't post every day. I only post big shows, you know. Right, right. Well, yeah, yeah. I, like if I'm going to do a five-minute set, I'm not yeah. going to promote it. Uh, um, if I'm going to be doing, you know, 10, 15, 20, yeah. 30, then, then I'll post uh, those. Uh, so I, I get it. Uh, um, and what's your favorite city to perform in so far? My favorite city to perform is the one that paid a very good money. <laughs> Whoever pays the most. Okay, okay. San Leandro. <laughs> <laughs> you like playing the places that pay you. Uh, imagine that. <laughs> yeah. I, uh -huh. Because I, 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 I prefer that too. I, oh, I, yeah. You want, you, want, you want to say one of the uh, shows that I like to perform? Yeah. Yeah. Grip of Labs in Campbell. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> you're plugging my show. That's, that's good. Well, I'm, and, and if you want to see a track, if you want, if you want to listen to Nicole at Grapes of Laugh, that is a separate track. Uh, wherever you're listening to this, you can get that. So uh, you did really well. That is a very cool venue, man. I love that venue. I loved all of the how people go and support your show. Uh, whenever they know their your show come up, and they just go, they go there regularly. I see a lot yeah. of them. For, they even remember my jokes. And they even say, hey, I remember that jokes. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say, I, and I, I will say this. I'm very lucky to have the following. Uh -huh. um, that show mm. will be three years old uh -huh. uh, in March. Oh. So coming up on three years now. And then you're going to be at the winery show January 31st um, over at, uh, and, and people want to check that out. I'm going to probably have something up on my website, johnnycorn.net, uh -huh. in about a week or so but uh by by new year's by new year's i will and of course i have no idea when people are listening to this so it might already be up there yeah because uh this is That's so cool i think i already saw your uh, advertising for the show winery yeah on facebook that, uh, like a couple of weeks ago yeah and then the information changed a little bit yeah. so i stopped posting about it uh, <laughs> because i was like okay let's get the, the everything nailed down yeah. and then i'll i'll promote it because uh it was like um a bit of a moving target for a while uh -huh. And um, so it's over at a place called um, Savannah Chanel. Uh, it's uh -huh. a winery in Saratoga. It's uh, right on Big Basin. And so that, it, that one looks nice, man. Yeah, it's it's awesome. it's, uh, it's a bit of a drive when you go wow. in there. Uh, it's all kind of wilderness and nature uh, really? and all this stuff. Oh, I and love then you have the winery, And then you have the winery there. And so it's absolutely gorgeous out yeah. there. That's one of the things that sold me on, on uh, doing a show out there. Uh -huh. uh, but you're going to be on that show. Uh-huh. And so that's kind of I cannot cool. wait, man. I'm going to take a lot of pictures. <laughs> oh, yeah. Please, please do. And in fact, my wife, uh, Donna, who's a professional uh, uh, uh -huh. photographer, she's going to be taking photos. Uh, really? Because, cool. Yeah. So the first show of any show that I do, uh -huh. she, goes to take uh, it. she takes pictures. Uh -huh. uh, so that is something that is tradition. Uh -huh. And then I post it like all uh -huh. over the place. Uh -huh. And she's going like, well, if the venue wants the pictures, they're going to have to pay for it. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah, because... Uh -huh. You're a professional you're photographer. Professional. That's what you do. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Don, Donna Brammer, if uh, anyone needs a photographer. B R A M M E R. Oh, she's um she she do, uh, she do, doing for like wedding photos. Oh yeah, oh. yeah. She does weddings. She does uh, portraits. She does headshots. Oh, wow. She does uh, all all that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In fact, when I first met her, well, we were in college. Uh, we were both studying broadcast journalism, 
Oh. And um, no, I, sorry, she was studying photojournalism. I was studying broadcast journalism. Oh. Uh, she ended up going in to uh, worked for the Chronicle and Examiner, um, wow. doing back when they had a bunch of photographers, and uh-huh. she got sent out on hard news assignments, and and yeah, so that's her background. So she has kind of like more uh, photographic, uh-huh. like a photojournalistic style, I guess uh-huh. you would say. Uh, have you met her? I met your yeah, wife. That's right. That's yeah, right. Because you're, you're at the, very yeah. friendly, very warm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, once she's comfortable with you, she's one of these people that like. Um, oh my gosh, she brings the whole energy to the room, man. I remember the day you you brought her my over birthday the summer. Show. Yes. Oh my yes. gosh, she laughed like she, crazy. She brings the the own room laugh. Well, the thing about her is, uh, she's a bit of an introvert. Uh-huh. But if she feels comfortable, mm-hmm. then her bubbly personality comes uh-huh. out, and that's the woman I fell in love with. Uh-huh. You know, uh, she's funnier than I am. Uh-huh. Yeah, but uh, so enough about me. <laughs> we have a little interview about uh, Donna. Uh, yeah, I mean, she's awesome. She's an uh, awesome person, and uh, and so are you. Uh, you. You actually, I think, are one of the um, sweetest, kindest people in comedy. <laughs> I'm just telling you, like, there's a lot of people that are out there that I'm, I'm very genuine. Yes, yeah. that's one thing I, about you. Uh, is, yeah, what you see is what you get. Yeah. I, I what really, you see, what you get. Yeah, yeah, you're very, um, you're, you're authentic. I don't yes. fake. I don't authentic fake my emotion a, and uh, feelings. Yeah, you see yeah. it right way. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're a lot alike in that respect because uh, you know I, I don't like. Um, why, why be someone else? Yeah. Just be yourself mm. on stage. People will like you uh-huh. uh, because you're genuine. Uh-huh. And if people see that you're genuine, uh-huh. then you win them over. Uh-huh. That's just how I feel. Uh-huh. Um, but, and that's, I think, why you do so well. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, anything that weird happened at a, a comedy show? Or has anything really strange happened during a show oh yet? you know like i remember a couple years ago um like two years ago right i went to a show in um what the city hayward right and then one uh, i were uh singing vietnamese and i were talking in vietnamese um the script is about uh, the joke is about the wife yelling at her husband and i were finishing her, my joke and one of the lady in the room she yelled at me she said oh I, I have a lot of Vietnamese friends. Um, they don't talk the way you do. Uh, you make fun of your people, not good. You um, and then and she start like like making a scene, you know. But I, I would say, oh, it's just jokes, you know. We're just having fun. And then later, I talked to Fred Reese. He's um, he very good at roasting. You know, you know who him. So he wrote me a couple jokes in the future. If somebody does that to you, you just say um. If you keep heckling me, I send my family member to eat your dog. Oh, <laughs> That's hilarious. Now, I, I will say uh, my, my go-to uh-huh. is uh, when someone starts heckling me, uh-huh. then I go like, are we having a moment? <laughs> Talk to me after the show. <laughs> and usually that shuts them right up. Uh-huh. Or you could invite them on stage, be like, hey, I can give you the mic, you can do this. Huh? Yeah, or you know, I, I, it, it's, it's really interesting. Like mm-hmm. people think that you can just go up and tell jokes and that's it. Mm-hmm. But it's like you have to work on your timing. You mm-hmm. have to make sure everything kind of flows. Mm-hmm. You have to uh, make sure that you can keep the audience mm-hmm. with you. Uh, there's a lot to it. So, mm-hmm. uh, and that's one thing. I, you started doing comedy a, a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I started doing comedy. Mm-hmm. I was quite young when I started. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
Uh, so it, I was too young to know better. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> right? I go up on stage and I was just, mm-hmm. but you, you, you were, um, you had a lot of um, drive. Yes, that's one thing about you. You're one of the most driven person people uh-huh. I know, uh-huh. um, and I, I I think you're going to really really go places. Uh-huh. So I'm glad I'm interviewing you now before you're famous. <laughs> Thank you for giving me your time, because I don't have family members to take care of. I don't have pets. I don't have dogs, and cats. Meow meow meow. I don't have husband boyfriend. So all I do just comedy. Comedy is my baby, man. <laughs> I, 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 w- I will say uh, I do have a cat mm. <laughs> really yeah. yeah so you spend time to take care of your pet too you yeah know, well I mean she, she could, yeah. the thing with cats uh, the reason I don't have a dog is I'm never mm. home Mm. And I would rather have a cat because they they're kind of self sufficient. Like, really? Yeah, you can leave oh. them alone for a little while; they'll be okay. Um, yeah, she's a rescue, so she oh. limps a little bit. Uh, oh. she, she was hit by a car oh. before, like, before I got her, oh. and so she kind of has this like uh, permanent uh-huh. like. Uh, but yeah, she's the sweetest cat in oh. the world, really. Oh. But uh, I have a joke. My mother gave me a nickname. She called me Kitten. Um, every weekend she would leave me in a box in front of the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> then my joke. <laughs> I see there. <laughs> a lot of people love that jokes uh, about kitten. Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> I I think you're the first person in any of my interviews that's meowed. Uh, really? Yeah. Thank uh, you. We <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just go with the jokes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, how good? Uh, who who? Who do you really love working with? The uh, bookers? I mean, oh, well, uh, either bookers or other comedians, either um, way. Um, my, uh, I really love. Actually, I get along with many people, but the um, the bookers. The uh, I work with a lot of producers. You, you very easy to get along with. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, thank you. I love to work with the, um, a couple bookers in San Francisco. Um, I love to work with Ron Vai that runs the SF Punchline. Sometimes he give me uh, uh, stay time at Cops Punchline a lot. What's interesting is I've never done Punchline. I've done I've always, I've done Cops, but it seems uh-huh. like whenever there's a show that I'm on, mm-hmm. they it's at Cops. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So I've just never have gotten to the Punchline. The Punchline uh, on Sunday, you go, you wait a couple months, and they put you on. Uh-huh. Yeah. And if they really like you, they bring you back. You know, not how it goes. Uh, it's uh. the I have a joke, running joke when I do uh, Cobbs, and that is, uh, you you heard right, my last name's Corn, <laughs> and I'm at Cobbs. <laughs> so let's let's get that out of the way first, because I know that's what they're thinking. Uh-huh. You know, you you don't have that issue, but I what, what 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 is it? Corn oh, and Cobbs. Yeah, corn and cob. Yeah. What c- what c- does it mean? Oh, uh, corn on the cob. Okay, so I um, Cobbs is the name of the comedy club. Oh, cop, is, uh, but it's only mean cop? Well. Is that what you mean, cop, the policeman? No, no, no cop. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's why we're thinking corn the cops. Corn uh, on the cop, yeah. Uh, but why, why, what, what is uh, the, the joke about? Well, uh, okay. Corn is my last name. Uh-huh. Cobbs is the name of the comedy uh-huh. place, but it's also corn on the cob. Uh-huh. So that's why I make that joke. But uh, oh, corn on the cob is like when you get the whole piece yeah. of corn. 
Uh-huh. The thing is called the cob. Uh-huh. So that's why it's Cobb's Comedy Club. That's why it's funny because it's corn. And when you get corn on the cob, it's, when, you know, when you get the this thing. Oh, I know. It's called yeah, corn yeah, on the it, cob. It, so yeah. I have to take the corn off. The, it's uh-huh, that thing. It's uh-huh. that that other piece oh, thank, yeah, thank yeah. you for that i was trying to oh, figure yeah, out yeah. how to explain that uh-huh, that's great yeah. Yeah. yeah no i i realize like language um sometimes things don't don't translate mm-hmm. well sometimes things do uh-huh. what was the hardest uh thing with the comedy um being that english is a second language uh, is the pronunciation the it's, enunciation it's yeah. yeah. So it's not the timing uh, as well as the timing. I pr- I can practice, but the, yeah, the yeah. Enunciation, enunciation is the hard one for me. And do, uh, up and down, the inflex, the reflex. Now, since I'm a native English speaker, mm. I, I have always wondered this. Do you uh. think in Vietnamese or sometimes? You, yeah. Uh, okay. So. Uh. Okay. Uh-huh. I always wondered that. Like, when someone do they do people think in their native language? Yeah. Or do they uh-huh. think in English? Uh-huh. Uh, or is a combination, uh-huh. and so you, uh, a combination. You're right. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Uh-huh. I mean, I've always wanted to know that, and uh-huh. I really hadn't had anyone that I could ask because, uh-huh. like, Donna's uh, not from the United States, but she's from an English-speaking country. Uh-huh. Um, Where is she from? Guyana. Guyana. Oh. Yeah, Guyana. And it's it's uh, a British colony. It was uh-huh. a British colony. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so that's they're the only English-speaking country in South America. Oh. Um, and so, but they came over here in. 70 but she looks indian 70. to me she, yeah uh because she, her mom's indian oh yeah her her dad was um african descent and her mom was indian descent uh-huh. so yeah so it's kind of interesting mixed, yeah. she's mixed yeah yeah and uh when first yeah so that that's uh it and when i see uh other comedians and they write i mean like you, you're um, you're right on it like uh-huh. you you respond right away uh-huh. And I think one of the reasons why you do so well is mm-hmm. because you're likable, uh-huh. and you, and you respond right away. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. so thank you for that. Uh-huh. Uh, when when you write, um, do you have to think about it? I I have to think in Vietnamese too, sometime too. So sometimes it can be very lengthy, and it, it missed. Um, it it can carry different meaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes. Miscommunicate. Yeah, okay. one time the the producer asked to book me, right? And I wrote a message, lengthy, lengthy, and he said, "Okay, so you don't want to do it?" <laughs> well, and I said, "No, I want to do it." I well, said, "Oh you, my god!" Instead of just saying I want to do it, why are you giving me a lecture? <laughs> well, you're you're one of these people that like if you want to do a show, you'll just come up to uh, like you can, you've done this to me, like, "Hey, I want to do that show." Uh, yeah, oh, I, I'm very um uh, like pl- um what do you call proactive. That's how I get booked. Now, yeah. a lot of people do that because you know, why hurt and not ask, right? Yeah, the well, best the, uh, they say is say no. Exactly. If they say no, big deal. Yeah. If they say yes, then you've just gotten yourself mm-hmm. another show. Uh, what, uh, now, do you find uh, producers are coming to you now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah see, isn't that kind of yeah. a cool feeling when, you, yeah. when that happens? Uh-huh. But most of the time, I still reach out to people because they have a lot of people, like good shows, right? Unless you have introdu- introduction, the Mickey helped me or Jam helped me or some people helped me. Um, otherwise, I have to reach out to people myself. You know, right, 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 and uh, the big thing is that you actually do reach out, which yeah. is good because, like, people, a lot of comics do now. Otherwise, yeah. you don't get booked because yeah. they're very competitive. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where um, I just get so busy sometimes that yeah. I sometimes forget. Yeah, 
uh, like, oh God, I meant to write this person, yeah. you know, sort of thing. But mm. I think you're more organized than uh-huh. I am personally. Uh, no, I, I'm just more um, yeah, what you call a uh, proactive, very uh, uh, what you call um, proactive or can be aggressive too. <laughs> have you ever? Be- because I want to get on shows, and right. they don't have a lot of open mic in the area, so I had to go get on the show and do it. Well, well there's that. Um, it's weird because like there are sometimes a lot of open mics and very few showcases. Yeah. Other times there's a bunch of showcases but no open mics. Uh-huh. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of everything. Uh-huh. Right. If I had my way, we'd have comedy every single night in the South Bay here somewhere. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And, and I can only produce so many shows. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. a lot of work to produce. Uh, a lot of work, man. Now you're doing not a one. It's a lot well, of work. Well, and and it has to be organized. It, you have to be uh, very punctual, like you. You punctual. I'm not punctual. <laughs> well, there, there's I that. I go to the Wuppa show. I, I calculate it. Only 10 minutes to arrive. Sometimes I miss it. It's almost the time to start the show. And the clients start calling me, Nicole, where are you? <laughs> well, that's happened to me and Reggie when like, we do road trips. Uh, mm-hmm. Like We end up uh, in Modesto or or, <laughs> free, uh, or, or Fresno or uh, you know Sacramento or whatever. And we get like... Uh, just bad traffic and all that sort of stuff. Uh, then, like Reggie's there typing on his uh, phone, uh, telling the producer where we are while I'm driving. You know, and so we're going back and forth, uh, going on, and he then tells me what uh-huh. reads to me what's going on and all that stuff. It's uh-huh. a it's a real thing. Stress. I'd, yeah. Oh, I'd I'd rather be early for a show and be able to just relax. <laughs> Man. I wish kids can be like you. And the worst thing is like, well, sometimes they book me boop a show on San Francisco on a regular day. So. Oh, <laughs> oh, my San God. Francisco shows. Oh, my God. Okay, so the problem there, uh-huh. and, and you, I know you know this, mm-hmm. is actually finding parking. <laughs> parking is horrible. <laughs> and so, like, okay, you might be in San Francisco an hour before. Uh-huh. But you may not be able to park until, yeah, uh-huh. and, and then you're rushing in. Uh-huh. It's really, it's it's a thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, I'd, I'd rather be in Oakland because uh, uh-huh. I can actually park. Oh. Anyway. But uh, you know what? My dad's from Oakland. I don't really? know if you knew that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I have an, a, a, a great affection for Oakland. Oh. Uh, when my uh, family uh, oh. settled, oh. Uh, they settled originally in Omaha, oh. and then they uh, came out to Oakland. Omaha is in? Uh, uh, Nebraska. In Nebraska, middle, oh. uh, yeah, Nebraska, which is uh, is that from Ireland? He went straight from Ireland to Omaha. Yes. Uh. When most people go to New York, <laughs> uh-huh. not not my family. Uh-huh. Uh, so if you're just joining us, we're talking to Nicole Tran. And uh, do you have any? Uh, so you you do primarily stand up. You don't really do a whole lot of acting at, at the moment. I, I I'm trying to um, sign up with a. Um, like you, you, you sign up with Look Talent, but they didn't take me, so I need to do research with other one. Yeah, you know what happens, and, and this is true, uh, is that Look Talent took me, but it took a long time to, for them to take me. I had to have a body of work mm. before they'd even look at me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they'll look at it, and they'll go like, uh, no, you don't, you know, mm. the, uh, no response means mm-hmm. like, um, the, your resume is just not long mm-hmm. enough, right? It, and so, if you do more acting, mm-hmm. uh, that should help. But there are some agents that will take uh, people that don't have a lot of experience. Uh-huh. But we'll talk after the show, uh-huh. and I'll I'll tell you, uh, uh-huh. give you some pointers. Uh-huh. But uh, so Nicole Tran is a San Francisco Bay Area comedian. Uh, she's with us. Uh, I'm Johnny Corn. This is, by the way, my uh, email. Well. 
sorry, my website is johnnycorn.net. If you go to Facebook and just type in Nicole Tran. Uh, 164. 164. Uh-huh. Then you will pop up. <laughs> and that's it. Uh, so she's uh, available for, well, all over the place. I mean, like, you're, 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 she's something to behold. You have to really check her out. Hey. Right. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Nicole, for for being with us today. Thank you very much for inviting me. And uh, have fun. Uh, thank you. We, I am having a lot of fun. Merry yeah. holidays. Awesome. And a lovely new year. And you know what? Next year is 2020, uh-huh. which is great. I'm waiting for Barbara Walters to say something about that because she used to have that TV show 2020. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah super, anyway, but 2020 is going to be awesome. Thank you, guys. Have a great tomorrow. Start a new decade. You know. We need to take a break or are we done? Oh, no. I, I, you know what I want to do is, uh, what, what song do you think? Kenny Thomas and the Southern Baptist Wavelength. Oh, that sounds good. All right. <clears throat> Have a great tomorrow. Oh, and uh, this is recorded at Echoplex Media Studio. Check out echoplexmedia.com. You can join our Discord at discord.me slash echoplex. You can support this project at patreon.com slash echoplex. Follow us on Twitter. All that stuff is on our website. And uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash echoplexmedia. Oh,